Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. I'm oh, Gina, and my leg looks way bigger <laughs> than it is. Sweet overalls. <laughs> you guys, it's Yuck X Sunday today. Yep. So I got my booch yeah. and my overalls. I finished mine. <laughs> I'm, I'm sweating. sweating. I'm, I'm, just, dude, I'm sweating. Okay. I'm going to grab me a booch because it's Yuck X Sunday. Oh, yeah. Grab, grab me a backup. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, so it's just me right now. So if you're watching, um, you're welcome. Hey, do you want one of these? What? This is hot we have dog. hot dogs. <laughs> hot dog, a bun preloaded. Preloaded with hot dogs. The dog. Yeah, I'll take a hot dog. So yeah, um, this is uh, between the reps with Sheena. Because <laughs> Brooke is getting herself a hot dog. Um, I talked about this on the podcast that we were not able to put out because the memory card went out, but me getting to Montana, we ended up uh, doing the podcast in Dana and Rob's warehouse because I did not get the podcast equipment because I thought I was leaving on Saturday, not Friday. So Colby had a flight right after me, like at seven, my flight was at 6 a.m., and so he had texted me on Thursday night saying 4.30, right? And I said, yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, that's weird. Like, you know, he's just trying to establish that two days before. 
And then Brooke and Dana and Rob are sending me videos like, oh, can't wait till you get here. And I'm thinking, oh yeah, like in a couple of days, cool. Like, but never actually said that. So 4.30 AM, I went to bed. I was texting Brooke until like 1.30. Oh yeah, I kept thinking like, that's what we're doing. This is actually kind of I thing know, I, know, I, know, I, know. I kept thinking like, um, it's really late. Like she, I'm not there to Just go, like, I'm not there to go to the airport with her, like for us to do it together. Right. And she's up really late. And I knew what, I knew what kind of night she had been having. So I was like, okay, it makes sense. She had like, been drinking a little bit, like up a little bit late. She was, she's getting some dick. And, um, sorry, Kylie, my daughter listens to this. And but I didn't think anything of it. Like, I didn't feel the need. I said, I'm looking, I can't wait to see you. I didn't feel the need to be like, Oh, Gina, like, remember you have a flight in the morning in three hours. So that's what I should have said. Yeah. I should have said, Hey, you're um, leaving in three hours. Go to, go to bed. Yeah. Right now? So anyway, I, I luckily had my uh, phone on and I get a text at four 30 in the morning and it's Colby saying I'm here and we're supposed to be leaving at four 30. So then I wake up and I run to the door, this door right here for those that are watching run over there and he's like raring to go and I'm in underwear basically. So I, I go, Oh my God, is our flight today? And he says, yeah. And I go, fuck. So I'm like running out to my shed, trying to find my suitcase. I'm literally just throwing clothes in it the whole time saying, there's no fucking way I'm making this, this flight. I'm not making it. And Colby's sitting on the couch and he's like, you're going to be just fine. Gina. Everything's like, Oh, hot dogs. Yes. Um, so he's like, everything's going to be fine. I was like, I'm not making it. And I'm throwing <laughs> shit in there. And I, and if anybody, anybody who knows me, like my sister was dying at the story, Brooke, I mean, anybody who knows me knows that if I go anywhere, I have all my laundry done. I have my house clean. Like everything is done so that I can see all my options before I pack. And so when you come home, you're like, (sighs) yeah, yeah. And everything's clean when I come home. It's the worst when you come home and it's like, oh my shitty. Yeah. Yeah. I had like wine glasses in the sink and yeah anyway so i'm throwing everything in there and i i have no idea what i'm wearing on the plane so i grab whatever's at the top of my dirty laundry so rush out the door and we're about a half hour away from the airport and so literally before we're even to the exit up for the uh, airline my flight is boarding and I'm in my Stevie Nicks shirt, which I really, really love. It has like wine stains on it. But it had wine it. stains on it. <laughs> Dude. Wine stains on my shirt. And then like, I don't, I don't even know what, but Burks and like my, my dirty pants with like my underwear from the night before after getting railed. <laughs> <laughs> Had not brushed my teeth, had not brushed my hair. I have makeup smeared underneath my eyes. I was a mess. So yeah, uh, didn't get the podcast equipment because I kept saying, oh, I'll get it on Friday. Kept telling your roommate, I was like, oh, I'll get it on Friday. Yeah, no. So (laughs) I get to, uh, my layover was in Utah and our friend Daniel calls me or texts me at like 8 a.m. He's like, you know, I'm so... (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm so, I'm so happy I get to see you before you leave. And I was like, 
I'm in Utah right now. <laughs> yeah, tell me that. Yeah. I go, I'm in Utah right now. It's like 8 a.m. And he goes, what? And I go, yeah, my flight was today. <laughs> I go, I'm walking around the airport. I'm like trying to like, oh, oh, so this is the best part. I mean, I don't know if it's the best part. When I ran to get my suitcase, I didn't grab a carry-on. It was dark out. I couldn't see anything. So I grabbed a full suitcase. So I'm realizing on the way to the airport, I'm like, Colby, I am not going to check my bag. Yeah. There's no way. So I'm like, you're going to have to check my bag. So all my stuff is in there. So I can't even clean myself up at the airport during the layover. Yeah. Till Colby gets to Montana yeah. and his flight arrived. Gina got to Montana at like noon. Noon. Colby didn't get until three. I think it was actually, I think it was actually yeah, 3.30. 3.30. But yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm in the airport in Utah and I'm trying to, I'm basically like doing a whore's bath. I have no deodorant on. I'm like washing my armpits. <laughs> people are looking at me like how does this homeless person and you're over there like money? you're over there like it's like <sighs> yeah how does this homeless person have enough money to fly how'd she get in here <laughs> you're like can we see some id look away <laughs> look away oh, oh my god did this smell like someone just got <laughs> fucked in here <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's somebody, your life. Somebody had this yeah, just been fucked smell. So anyway, Ugh. Oh, but when I got to my flight, so Colby like goes to park the car and I'm like running, I'm running through the airport. And it's funny. Cause like when I gave my ID, uh-huh. you know, I've got like these like, black circles under my eyes and I keep trying to wipe them. And the guy like looks at my ID, looks at me again, looks at my ID, looks at me again, <laughs> lets me through. Thank God. And then as I'm running up to the gate, luckily the gate was like right outside of the security. Um, they're calling my name, Gina Chancherulo. And so I made it to, closing. yeah, I made it to my flight five minutes before I flew. And it was 4th of July weekend. There were all the flights were full. There was no way I would have gotten there. So Brooke, <laughs> I land, I send her a voicemail and I'm like, Dude, I don't have the podcast stuff. I'm a mess. Blah, blah, blah. Just bring me a white cloth. So she pulls up, picks me up. We're not going to Dana and Rob's house. We're going straight to their warehouse. So now I have horrible breath, horrible face, horrible everything. And now I have to meet people that they work with. Yeah. <laughs> but. But I made it. But uh, I got you a, a, a 24 pack. Yeah. So I, I literally walked up to the warehouse with a 24 pack under my arm, looking like I just rolled out of bed and, uh, yeah, it was, but amazing weekend. Mm. New York, and you guys already heard about that because we talked about it on the last one. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. So how's that hot dog? It's really good. <laughs> and I feel like just the, um, you know, what's the word? I can't think of it, but I think that just like having hot dogs on the show is actually kind of funny. Yeah. I love it. Yesterday was my son, Joey's birthday and I had all the kids over and Brooke and Courtney were our friend Courtney were over at Brooke's house. And so I start getting drunk, not FaceTimes, uh, drunk videos. Mm-hmm. 
And so, <laughs> wait, what part of this are you going to tell them? I'm getting all these videos. <laughs> <laughs> what part of this story are you going to tell? I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> so we're getting all these drunk videos and all of a sudden I get this one video and I'm looking at it and it's just Courtney's butt. <laughs> and, and they had already been joking that they were going to hang out all day. We went to our friend Daniel's powerlifting meet and then they were going to go hang out and they were going to be like best friends and blah, 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 blah. And they were, they were teasing me about it. So they were sending me videos about how much fun they were having as I was cleaning my deck and everything, getting ready for the party. And I get this one video of just Courtney's butt. So I play it and it's, <laughs> it's Courtney pulling her butt cheeks apart and it's just her butthole, <laughs> her butthole and her vagina. And I did not, I, I was laughing so hard. I was like, oh my, oh my God. Wow. How many drinks have you guys had? Like, you guys are way Here's the right best. Now. Here's like, it's not the best part. Right now, at this point in the podcast. Said, this is the best part. At this point in the podcast, you guys are probably thinking like, wow, these girls are fucking weird. Hmm. Um, but also I feel like I feel like there's you, a lot of people out there that but I also like, feel like if <laughs> if it's taken you this many episodes, yeah, to to like to land on that, eh, they know. You know. They know. But yeah, uh, so Courtney asked me, she goes, You took a picture of my butthole. And I was like, <laughs> okay. You didn't take a picture, you took a video. I know, but it's because I was like, oh, I'm gonna video it and send it to Gina. Yeah. But I didn't like I was drunk enough, and it was really bright outside, and I had my camera up where it's like, I could like see your butthole in my video, but I couldn't like see the whole video. Yeah. And it wasn't until this morning when I woke up and I was like looking on my phone and I was like, what are these videos? Oh, it was the (laughs) whole shebang. I pressed play and I was like, oh my God. Sometimes majority of the time we'll take videos and we save them because it's like, it's not for random, it's not for everybody to see. It's like, it's for you and your closest, bestest friends to see a reminder of like how much weird fun you have, or maybe you do something really embarrassing. Or like if you're like, friend your other video friend feel really bad for like not hanging out with you. Yep. Like that. So I did But this, I deleted it immediately. Yeah. I was like, that's too much. <laughs> that's too much. That's way too much for me to have on my phone right now. So anyway, Brooke and Courtney end up coming over uh, while I'm having the party. Well, Brooke first videos me and says, I, I'm, I'm really drunk, but like I, I, I think I only had four drinks, but I just didn't eat anything. And I said, well, I think by looking at you that you probably had five or six. And she was like, no, just four. So then Courtney comes over. I'm at the barbecue, barbecuing everything up. And she's like, hey, she's like, yeah, I'm really drunk. But, uh, you know, we only had four drinks. We went through two six packs. I was like, Courtney, you're a smart girl. You're an engineer. That's six each. You each had six. And you know, then I like, told her, I go, you know what? Hey, hey, by the way, nice pussy. And she goes, oh, you can see my pussy? <laughs> and I go, yeah. well, yeah, it's right next to the butthole. She goes, yeah, I, I completely forgot how close it was. <laughs> I forgot. I completely forgot how close my pussy was to my butthole. <laughs> Honestly, it's an honest mistake. <laughs> You forget, like, if unless you're a lesbian, no, I guess I'd say lesbian, unless you're someone who, like, wants to go, you know, a doctor, someone who works yeah. in that area. How close it if is. If you're not like this, I mean, you think about looking it, at it all the time, you like, forget that it's like, oh, it's if like I bend over, you 100% see Yeah, it's probably like an inch apart. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I saw it all. Dude. Good for you, Court. What else did you say to her? 
You oh. sent you sent a voice note and you were like, "Hey, I also think you should." I I, th- I don't know how how did you realize how burnt your butt is? Yes. You might you might need some aloe vera. <laughs> and it was every we were watching the video. Every time she like reached back and grabbed her butt Dude. cheeks and then pulled her pulled butt cheeks apart. apart, but then she would like let go of her butt. Her butt cheeks were so red, but then there was all those yeah, like, white, white marks, white handprints. You could <laughs> really see how big my own, hands are right now. Her own hands. <laughs> hey, it's only fitting that this is what we're telling them because it is Yuck Yuck Sunday. I mean, yes. Yeah, yes. I mean, you'll get this not on Sunday, but <laughs> they're like, we know. By this point, you keep letting us know when we're going to hear it, but we know exactly <laughs> when it's coming. <sighs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, so we have a listener that wrote in. Her name is Erica Huron. She says, hello, ladies. First of all, I've never written into a podcast before. Well, thank you so much for picking us. Um, Is that how you would say that? Oh, well, first timer here. I just have to say that I absolutely love listening to you every week. Every week? Every week? Every week? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Every week, you are both a mirror image of my best friend and I, and the podcast just feels like home. I've also been a huge fan of Dana and Rob Flagner Field for so many years and getting to witness this collision of my favorite people on social media, hanging out together was just magical. Also small freaking world, man. It is. It is a small freaking world. Anyway, excuse my rambling. 
I heard on one of the latest episodes that you guys have been trying to find some new seltzers that are not quite as disappointing. Although White Claw is not too shabby, I figured I would shoot over a recommendation that you guys might like. Alcoholic to alcoholic, JK. <laughs> not really. Hey. Yeah, no, nobody's an alcoholic here. <laughs> no. Um, I've turned a lot of people into crooks and marker fans. Have you had that? Hmm. It's I mean, actually, I feel like I've definitely seen it. Let me Google it. You keep reading. Yeah. No, I think she sends a picture of it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, crooks and marker. And marker. Crooks like crook champagne. Oh, that's cooks. Crooks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like crooks like crooks champagne. That's cooks champagne. Dumbass. Nasty. Oh, my God. Uh, it's an odd name, but man, their flavors are bold and so delicious, at least to most of the people I've recommended them to. You can find crooks and marker at Target, a pack of four for $7.99. Well, that's very affordable. They also have larger packs, a little on the pricier side, but worth it. Also, $8 isn't a bad gamble in case my recommendation sucks. LOL. And you think it's disappointing? Don't hate me. Of course never. not. Of course not. Never. 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 The packaging is below. For reference, I haven't heard anyone disagree yet. As I'm burping, I just wanted to share with you in hopes that you can continue your adventures in a more delicious manner and feel even more hilarious and yet yeah, relatable stories. stories. To, like when your friend films your butthole and sends it to your other friend. <laughs> Just like that. Like, okay. I oh no, I haven't seen I haven't seen that. No. But we know I assume you guys probably get tons of emails, but if you do happen to read this, thank you for all the laughter, entertainment, and deep conversation you provide me with on my drives to work. Also, if you do end up trying these, I'd love to know your thoughts. Thanks. Thank you again, Alcoholics Anonymous. Nice. <laughs> Hi, oh, my, my name is Brooke. Okay. Well, thank you, Erica. We yeah, are going to try you. it and we will tell you exactly what we think about it. Oh my God. What? Did you already read these? What? Okay. This is from uh, Jess Natal. Mm -hmm. Brooke, Gina was listening to episode 121 and Brooke was talking about the weirdos who go to the restroom naked. Oh. She said, it's me. I'm the weirdo. It's comfortable. Damn it. Laugh out loud, but unless it's a 911 in public, then I just have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Says, uh, I'm, no I'm the weirdo. It's comfortable, damn it. But, un but unless it's a 911 in public, then I just have no choice. Like to stay close. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay. Thanks for sharing so much of y'all's life. P.S. Brooke, it's impossible for you to look bad. That's not true. That's not true at all. That That's is not true. not true. I have an arsenal of really unflattering photos of Brooke. That I, majority of the time, <laughs> I've sent to her myself. Or I get, we'll do FaceTime mm -hmm. and we'll get really ugly. Uh -huh. Like we'll get into like positions that are bad and find the most awful angle ever. And I really like to fill the whole screen with just my face mm -hmm. and then do weird shit with my face. And Gina takes screenshots. Mm -hmm. She did it. She showed me one this morning. I, I showed she showed me one here. Morning. And I was like, where's that? She goes, that was last I was like, night. that's last night. She goes, that was last night. I was like, no, where <laughs> no, was I? I, I looked way better. Oh my last God, I don't even remember FaceTime. I looked you. way better last night. No, no. Yeah, no. Um, Brooke is beautiful. You're right. And for the most part, she looks amazing most of the time. For the most part. But uh, definitely, can definitely not look great. Yeah, I know. I can't. Which is, I mean, which is only fair to the rest of us. Right. <laughs> think about it. You read this? Maggie Meyer? I don't know. 
Brooke, discovered you this year during my fitness journey. I was a dancer like you, and now I've fallen in love with weight training and rowing. I'm healing from a hip flexor groin adductor tendon injury, probably from overworking too much compression on my catch on the row, and maybe from sumo squats looking like a second position deep plie. I understand. Uh, curious if you struggled at any point with dancer form, muscle memory, flat back, pelvis tilt, tight hip flexors. I'm trying to relearn how to stand straight with a supported neutral spine instead of the dancer tucked pelvis flat back and priming the heck out of my hips that want to hold for dear life all the time. Any advice? Do you struggle with this in the beginning of your journey too? You're so inspiring and you and Gina make, make a fun duo. Thanks for the podcast. God bless. Um, I think what helped, what definitely helped me a lot was I did, I got did ballet point jazz tap hip hop musical theater, all the shit. And, but I went to the university, I was a modern dance major. So in modern, it wasn't, we didn't focus so much on like a flat back hip tuck. Like we, we took kinesiology. We really worked on having a neutral spine and not a tucked pelvis. So everything was a lot more about where I danced and grew up and where I was taking classes was trying not to over tuck the pelvis and also not like your butt arching it. Yeah. Oh. Um, so I never, honestly, for years, I never had any issues in CrossFit. Um, I never had weird stuff with my knees. I never had really weird stuff with my hips. Like some stuff would happen because my hip flexors would, would get tight. And that would even happen when I was just dancing. My hips would get tight. Um, but for the most part, I always attributed me staying so healthy in CrossFit and with the volume and the training to the years of dancing. Because in dance, we were working in like a multilateral, uh, like multiplane, where, you know, forward, back, side to side. We were doing a rotational. We were, you know, training in a rotational plane. And in CrossFit, it's not. It's just, I mean, a lot of sports, it's just forward, really. Rarely backwards. Only, <laughs> like it's really just forward and like maybe like we plant and we pivot and that's it. Like rarely backwards. Rarely, rarely do we go backwards. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until like years into doing CrossFit that I really started to like lose, have more tension, like tightness in my ankles and like start losing flexibility in my hips for like the splits and my feet. So my bevel is almost non-existent. What's your um, bevel? A bevel? Yeah. So a bevel is when you I'm point, not I'm asking for someone else. Oh, you are? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, when you point your toe, like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my foot. Your uh-huh. bevel, if this is my right foot, it's this. Oh, so the, for those who are listening, so it's if like you're her, a dancer, your foot is pointed. So if I'm pointing to the side, it's it's <laughs> why is my hand as big as your foot? It's this. So if I <laughs> if, if my foot if my foot comes in, it's a sickle. It's ugly. Okay. It's terrible. Okay. So if you point your toe and you want a nice long, you want like, your toes nice and long. You don't want them like crunched up because you're in point shoes. Ideally it's pointed toes long. But if you have a nice bevel, like if you're doing, um, it's contemporary, oh. it's kind of down and out to the side. So it's, it elongates more. So if I, if I'm in like an arabesque and my back leg is behind me like this, oh, so it's like this, you don't want your foot to go down. You can go straight out, but you really want it to come out and up. Oh, okay. So you kind of keep that line. Uh, Got it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I used to, yeah, I used to spend so much time. So it's like training a, and an like ankle sh- breaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stretching and 
working on our ankles and our feet flexibility. And obviously in dance, you're, you're working those muscles so much. So even in cross, I never really had ankle problems or feet problems. It wasn't until I started running a lot, I started running a lot. And I got plantar fasciitis in one foot. Um, yeah, two those years. toe spreaders. Oh yeah. I just started wearing toe spacers spacers. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, trying to keep my feet healthy because you know, yeah. Guess what guys? Foot health. Hey, guess what? Bunions. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bunions hey, are real. Guess what? Bunions. Bunions. Uh, and I've thought about doing bunion surgery. It's like the longest, most like a terrible year. recovery ever. Yeah. No, I think it's like a year. So I'm, I mean, I haven't since when I went to college, I wasn't in point shoes anymore. So I grew up just in point shoes, in dance shoes on my feet. And um, it's dancer feet. It's just, that's just what it is. It's not dancer feet. For real. But when, I went, when I went to the university and I was a modern dance major, I was dancing way more just barefoot. So... I wasn't doing point at all. I mean, we did ballet and I would take my point shoes, but we wouldn't wear them every class when I was in college. Um, I feel like my feet started to feel a lot better. Mm -hmm. I mean, things, things didn't bother me as much, but also uh, I would love to have like just the most beautiful feet ever. It's <laughs> like cute feet. Like my sister has the cutest feet, Lacey. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I have ugly feet. Me too. So ugly. And I hate it. It's like, I'm, it's like a, it's an My insecurity. pinky toe just grows straight up. I have no pinky toe. You can yeah. cut it off. And it's like, it doesn't even, it, it looks, and it looks like I probably Look had at, a sixth toe, but it maybe popped off before well, I was onion. born. Yeah. <laughs> you look you at, you look at like, my, you'll never be a foot model, Gina. <laughs> look at this. Oh, yours? Oh, so I was, I was born with, um, hammer, hammer toes. Yeah. All right. I'm like putting it in quotes, hammer toes, hammer toes run in my family. My dad's so feet are so my bad. second toe for all you weird foot fetish people. Dude, you don't have a hammer toe. Well, no, I thought, so I thought hammer toes was like when your second toe is above. No hammer oh. toe is like this hammer toe. Oh, I have one. Okay. My dad has a hammer toes and well, my brother, then? I don't know. Look at your just crowded toes. Look at your it, toes are crowded. No, look, it's like it's missing a knuckle. People watching this are like, "What the <laughs> fuck is that?" <laughs> One spread the other. You spread your toes. Apart? Like, well, yeah, I can spread them. So my second toe. Most people, most people have their second toe that's like longer yeah. than their first than them, than their big toe. My right Mine one is shorter. My... It's almost like look at if you look yeah. at my wait. Look in this video right now. It's almost like I almost have, I only have four toes. God put your second toe in the <laughs> it's wrong on the top. place. It's on the top. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird part. This one's not as bad. You can kind of see it. Just your feet are crowded. Yeah. I just feel like this one just like, we could just cut it off. Dude, my pinky toes. Need it. I don't it's even. for stability or anything. I have like the tiniest, tiniest, tiniest pinky toenail. Your big pinky toenail? Yeah. That's mine. I have none. Yeah, no, and someone told me, I can't remember who, they said because of evolution, like eventually we won't even have pinky toes. Oh, so like. And I was like, like maybe is that. Like, ahead of the am game? I, no, I was like, am <laughs> I like, ahead of the no, game? not ahead of the game. It's like, I'm like, am really? I in between? 
like not quite evolved, but right. like, but like more on evolved my way. than everyone else. Yeah, but I'm on my way. So my kids, if I ever chose to like procreate, like they just don't have pinky toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just four toes. Yeah. I hate my feet. We both do. It's the first time I've ever said that. I mean, to, out loud mm-hmm. to people aside from Dina. Mm. Yeah. It is what it is though. This is me. This is me. This yeah, is my life. Every time anyone's like, oh, you're, they, they said, like, you, you can't, you can't look bad. bad. You tried. I'm like, dude, I could so surprise you. And I would almost prefer, like, for me to just offer up the shittiness of myself. Like, like offer like, it up. Like, here, let me show you. Let me, let me. Versus be like, hey, I don't, this. I don't want you to notice it. Like, I want you to notice it because I showed Because I told you. you. Yeah. It's like when you have a zit on your face and you're like, yeah, I know I have a zit on my face. <laughs> Yeah, I know. We've all done it, people. Mm. You know what I think is bullshit? And I think I've said it before. What? On the podcast. What I think is bullshit is being my age to where you get wrinkles and zits. It's unfair. Yeah. Life is unfair. You should not have so many issues. Like, I have wrinkles. And all of a sudden, the other day, I woke up and I was like, am I uh, getting my period back? Oh no! What's going? On? <laughs> oh no! You've oh, no. actually heard that before. Oh no! What? Then the doctor one time, like you went in and, and he was, he thought you were like, you're like I've already gone through menopause, but you, oh. started, you started spotting, and you're like, what? What is this? Like I could get my period. Oh yeah, after. no, that did happen. Yeah, yeah. So Tell that I, story because so that was I bizarre. So I went through menopause early. And so I was done by the time I was 46 and I had not had a period in a year. And so I went into my doctor and they were like, oh yeah, no, you're, uh, I said, am I perimenopausal? And they were like, or no, Perry is pre, sorry, I'm dumb. And, uh, or post, and then he goes, no, you're done. And I said, wait, what? How'd that happen? Like I went through menopause and didn't even realize it. I mean, you had hot flashes. I, I had hot flashes, but I didn't have like any other major issues. So he was like, yeah, no, you're done. And so I was like, oh, okay. And luckily, um, at that time I was single. So I was having sex, but with a condom because, you know, <laughs> chlamydia and, <laughs> you know, because of things out there like, you know, chlamydia. like herpes. And so, you know, had protective sex, but then <laughs> I was going to say something else, but it made no sense. Oh, <laughs> what were you going to say? It's just the first, it's just like another like thing that came to mind. And it's what? not like a, tr- it's not like a transmittable what disease. Gonna, what is it? <laughs> What were you going to say? Game green. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense, but it sounded okay, funny. Guys, it's- I used to call it because you know, game green. Game green. <laughs> it just sounded funny. Like my pussy's just going to like fall off. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what happened to your pussy? Oh, game green. I got game green. I got game green. Just rotting hoo-ha. Funny though, right? Yeah, very funny. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was very funny. Um, so so anyway, so I I later I started bleeding like I don't know, three or four months later, not like bleeding, bleeding, but like had spotting. Like spotting enough to like uh, and I was like, wait, what? And so I went to the doctor and they were like, Oh, I mean, like maybe you weren't done. I was like, Jesus Christ, who tells having sex? I've been having sex, like thank God, I've been using a condom because. Who wants to have gay green? green. (laughs) Who wants to have a baby at like 46, 
47 years old. Some people and do. I know. I'm sorry. Do. I'm sorry. Do. If you do, that's great. And if you have, she doesn't cycle, because she's had four, I've had four, four kids. kids. Yes. Yes. Like for me, it would have been a nightmare. Especially if it was finding eyes. Oh my God. Surprise. And like with some random dude. Hey, I know I told you that I've gone through menopause and I couldn't have babies. Turns out, but turns out I was wrong. <laughs> hey, guess what? Child support. <laughs> hey, guess what? Uh, hey, guess what? Child support. Hey, guess what? Well, you have health insurance. <laughs> you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Dude, I have to get health insurance. Oh, I have no health insurance. Surprise. Oh, surprise. Get an email. Oh, hey, who you had health insurance with, the company you were doing it with, all of a sudden, surprise. You don't have health insurance. Hey, guess what? We dropped you. I was like, who does that? Assholes. Just like, come on now. Like, I no, no prep. I had no notice. I had nothing. I received an email and it was like, basically without, you know, in a nutshell, you were out of health insurance. And if, you know, probably you should get another one. And I was like, oh, fuck, what do I do? And I kept thinking like, well, maybe- You pay a lot of money. Yeah. Health insurance. yeah. Yeah. Maybe, so they changed, the, they were changing their, I'm not gonna name names. They were changing their policy of who they were doing their policy through mm-hmm. because they have so many more employees now. Okay. And I was already extremely grateful that I even had health insurance through them because they did it as a favor. I've been working with them for a very long time, did it as a favor when I was going through a divorce because I didn't have health insurance. And I was like, you know, my world was yeah. Well, I mean, in flames breakup, understand and I'm like that. trying to figure out so much shit. And on top of it, it's like, Oh, you need health insurance. Cause if you don't, we're just going to fucking tax the shit out of you extra. Yeah. From, for not having it. Oh, now we're going to make you pay us money because you because don't, you, because you didn't pay the money didn't pay to, them, to yeah. get your insurance. Yeah. Makes sense. Stupid. Yep. Um, but now I need health insurance. I'm like, I don't really know where to go. Like, do I get something? Adam and Corey, so they have Anthem Blue Cross. Okay. They, they really they liked it a lot. I have Blue Cross. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I just need to get something that I can also have like when I'm in Utah. Because when I was on Kaiser, which I hated, was not a huge fan of. But that's what I had. In beggars can't be choosers. Um, if I was in Utah, I couldn't go to a pharmacy. Like if I needed like I needed to have I kept getting emails for me to go get my ovary checked, mm-hmm. cyst. Mm-hmm. Needed to do an ultrasound. I still haven't done. Well, don't do it. Without but I couldn't. Insurance. Yeah, but I couldn't do it because right. I was in Utah and you had to be in, in California in a Kaiser facility with a Kaiser doctor. You have to go to the Kaiser pharmacy. Pain. Yeah, it's a pain. Like you can't if you're out of the country or not out of the country, like out of town, and something happens and your doctor can't even send you a prescription. Yeah, then they're like. If it's $7,000. You're like, okay, I'll die instead. So, okay. Oh, so this is something I was told for people listening is that, so my daughter Ruby had her wrist done. Yes. And so I got all these medical bills. And so I'm like going through all of them. And I think they added up after insurance were like close to like $7,000. 
So we paid that. And then I get this, uh, this other notice that I owe another like $1,200, but I'm looking and it's for the anesthesiologist oh, yeah. or anesthesia, but I'm looking at the other bills and all it says is, uh, anesthesia, $5,000, yeah. you know? And I, so I, I text them. Why does it look like my boobs coming out? Sorry. Well, you're wearing that top that also is kind of skin color. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, I got distracted by my own boob. So then I'm, I'm looking and I go, wait, I already paid for anesthesia. So I call them and they say, oh no, this is stuff. This is what she tells me. She goes, well, no, that was for part of the anesthesia. Now this is for the other part of the anesthesia. And I go, well, why would you bill me after for that anesthesia? So I was talking to someone they said, always ask your provider, not your provider, but like the hospital, no, call them directly and ask for an itemized breakdown. Because once you ask for an item before or after, after, I mean, once you get your bill, yeah, you can ask for an itemized breakdown. So I called back and asked for an itemized break- breakdown, and <laughs> she was like, "What? Oh, oh, you want to itemize?" And I said, "Yes, please. I'd like it itemized." And so now they're sending me an itemized breakdown because supposedly they will inflate costs. Yeah, hundred percent. And you'll get dubber, dubber. <laughs> Sorry, double. It's my other boot. Uh, that's the boot shocking. You'll get charged. They'll, I mean, we call it inflating, but I call it stealing Yeah. and lying. Yeah. So now I'm waiting for the itemized one so that I can go over it and make sure that they're telling the truth. Yeah. Cause it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. So yeah. So know that you can also ask for an itemized bill. Every breakdown. If anyone, so it's not just like uh, like some blanket thing. Like, oh, this is for anesthesia. This is for the surgery. It's like, well, what did you actually do, and why am I being charged all this fucking money? Sorry, just went on a tangent. It's really annoying to me. It is annoying. It's annoying when you don't. You're not made of. You're not made of fucking money. So I'm not making it. And it's like, oh, okay. Giant uh, hands. I have hands. I have giant hands. Hey, guys, question for any head. of you listening that might have information on this. Um, and because it could be a touchy subject for some people, uh, maybe we'll talk about your emails if you, if you email in to answer my question. And maybe not. But I'm genuinely wondering this because Dana told me this and I'm wondering about it. What? I'm not. I have not yet got vaccinated. I'm not yet done that. Okay. Not for it, not against it. I'm just, I just haven't done it yet. Like I'm just, I'm in this situation where I haven't done it yet. Um, it's hard uh, to know, like filter through all the information. Yes. Yes. But where I'm at, the question I have is this. If you, if you're someone who has not been vaccinated, but the, your partner, your sexual partner has been vaccinated, any vaccine. Okay. Are we talking about the COVID one? Well, oh, yeah. Shedding. But, yeah. Shedding. Um, but your partner has been vaccinated and they're maybe not wearing condoms all the time. Like Dana, Dana kept looking at me. She was drunk, but she was like, you're vaccinated now. And I was like, wait, what? No. She's like, yep, you are vaccinated now. And I was like, no. And she goes, yes, shedding. And honestly, calling it shedding is fucking gross. It is gross. Ugh. It reminds me of like a weird Skin? sci-fi movie. No, it reminds yeah. me of like. No, it reminds me of like, like a sci-fi a movie. Ugh. For sure. Ugh. Like, like you're like shedding. What, yeah. Like you're shedding uh, your skin. Yeah. And your, yeah. and your skin is sliding into people's mouths. Flakes. 
flakes are going in people's noses and yeah, but if you need, if you are a believer in whatever this information is about shedding, we I would I'd be interested in you sending us an email. And again, not, it's that, like, not that we would really necessarily want to talk about it on the podcast because it's you know we don't stay away from controversial shit. We just don't like to create a fight when no solution can really be made. Yeah, like it's like pointless. It's like we don't want to argue with people. Or have these like heated, emotional, weird conversations yeah. where all none of That's us really have all the information, anyways. Yet nobody has. It's like all there's, of it. like there's no point to do it. Like some people, they feel like they need to do it. We don't. That's not us. It doesn't mean that we don't. We're not going to say how we feel or give you an opinion if it's asked for. But what we're not going to do is just voice our opinion over something that we know for a fact is going to cause some sort of controversy with people that we are talking to. And when you have to question like, but why would I do it? Like if, if nothing changes, like if I give you my opinion on something and regardless of if I give it to you or I don't, nothing changes. The only thing that the only outcome is that I upset some people yeah, or like I don't upset some people but like the issue at hand actually doesn't get better or worse just by me sharing my opinion. I would rather not share my opinion. Like I'm going to stand up for, I'm going to stand up for stuff or my opinion or my thoughts. If but I not need in a to, way. no, yeah, if I but not need in a to. way that's going to create yeah. just a, a forum to, for everyone to talk about how much more they know about something or yeah. their opinion or whatever. And you know what I yeah. think, cause we've, I mean, we've had some people, I guess, you look at, if you have a podcast, you have a type of group of people that they expect you to, they want you to fit they into want, all. And they want you to respond. It's like, if something's going on, it's like, yeah. well, they're mad at you. Like, like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yes. Like, they're mad if you say something and then it's not what they want to hear. Or they're mad if you don't say anything, because now you're not helping. You're just staying quiet. And it's like, this podcast is not for that. No, it's not like our opinions, like me and Gina, they don't matter. We're not changing the world. We we don't matter. You know how we change the lives of the people that watch this or listen to it is I genuinely think this. it's like, we just, we're pretty vulnerable. Hopefully it brings some joy. Yeah. And then also and help people feel comfortable that, to just be themselves or yeah, exactly make mistakes and laugh at yourself. And exactly. that's what we do. Exactly. I think, I think the danger, sorry, it's got like really um, serious fast, but I think that the danger in what's going on right now is the separation of by making a choice for yourself, you are on a side. And I don't, and I, I really don't like that about what's happening right now. It's kind of like, if you decide to do this, then you must think this, this, and this, and this, and this, and you are put into this box. But if you think this, you're this, this, and this, and then you're put into that box. And this box hates that box, and that box hates this box. We are really, it's really, it really not feels like we're just, we're just segregating ourselves. I just don't know that I believe anything. That's how I feel. <laughs> I don't believe in anything. Yeah. It's, it's gotten to the point where I really... I question, I mean, that's already my first, my personality, but you're supposed to, too, but, you but sh- this is the first time but, but again, in my lifetime that but your again, people are being not, criticized for questioning, for questioning that. that. And I think that that's, what's hard is that, you know, my sister made a comment and my sister is vaccinated 
And she made a comment about the treatment of people uh, being a vaccinated person. Mm -hmm. She was talking about the treatment of people uh, that weren't. And she said, you know, I just think it's awful. It, It almost feels like the scarlet letter. Like if you choose differently than me, then you need to wear a badge of like shame. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if shame's the right word. No, it you is need to wear shame. a badge. It's to show everyone else that you chose not to do this, which means that you're, you know, uh, don't care about people and th- and this, and then your political views are this and this and this and this. And it's really scary to me. It's scary that uh, that is happening in our free country. All right. All right, guys, uh, this is riveting. We understand. <laughs> and I really, truly, I hope you guys know, like, from the bottom of my fucking heart, I'm sorry for when we do have these podcasts that are, they're just so far from perfect they're, and ideal. I mean, like, all so far from they're ideal. They're so sporadic. But you know what? We appreciate you guys so much. And love you and love that you are sitting in this room with us. It's almost like all of you guys are in this room. It's a very small room, so you wouldn't all fit, but would love to uh, envision that you're all sitting here, maybe on each other's laps or something. Oh, Oh, that- (laughs) you guys want to sit on my lap? I wish there was an orgy going on. You guys, I wish you were all here sitting on my lap. (laughs) Actually not in orgies at all. Sounds Um, very dangerous. It is. Um, Yes. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of STDs. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, rate review, review, subscribe, five star rating, five star warning, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Where's the end button? Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.